Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Returning remains. Using today's technology to find yesterday's missing heroes. BYU's genealogy program helps identify the remains of American soldiers lost long ago in combat. Here's Brian Martin on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon. It is Brian Martin with KSL News Radio on this one hour conference special Returning Remains Using Today's Technology to Find yesterday's missing heroes before we get going here in studio i want to go right to a story by ksl news radio's kira hoffelmeyer she explains how byu is really at the forefront in using genealogy to help the federal government reconnect missing and action soldiers with their families here's kira's story this is the day for which free people long have waited this is d-day 16 million Americans served in World War II. 400,000 U.S. soldiers died in that war, some of them buried with honor as unknowns, some missing in action, others prisoners of war who never made it home. Over 82,000 missing and unaccounted for, every one of them a son, brother, husband, or father. They're left behind from a conflict long since ended. We do not leave anybody wearing the American uniform behind. No one was left behind. If you're taken captive, we're going to do all we can to get you back. We're American soldiers, and we're here to take you home. We never leave anybody behind. There is a promise, sometimes spoken, often not spoken, that we leave no man behind. It's easier said than done. Some can never be recovered because, for instance, they were lost at sea. The Department of Defense believes the remains of less than half of those 82,000 soldiers are actually recoverable, leaving some families forever uncertain. There are wounds that are left from war, and they're left in our families as these holes are left in our families, and they're, they're wounds of our nation. That's Donna Henniger. She works at Brigham Young University's Center for Family History and Genealogy. They're using genealogy to help the Defense POW MIA accounting agency find the closest living relatives of these fallen soldiers. Hi, I'm Lisa Stokes. I'm a professional genealogist. I'm calling on behalf of the U.S. Army. Click. Lisa Stokes is the BYU fellow on the Repatriation Project. She says the calls to those relatives are the hardest part. I'm not a super um, outgoing person necessarily, and so it's really hard for me to talk to people that don't know me and think I'm a telemarketer when I'm really not. Stokes mentors students working in the center, helping them through the process of finding relatives using genealogy. The ultimate goal is to connect them with the Army so it can get a DNA test. There's a disconnect in the last 70 years about who's still alive, who 
is the legal next of kin at that point. And so it's our job to fill in the gap for the Army. That job only gets harder. Names change, families move, people pass away. The Army gave BYU 66 cases, and over the last year, the center has identified 50 of them. There are tens of thousands more spread across multiple projects. More will come as the U.S. receives returned remains from North Korea. Family members who are seeking more information on missing family members can attend a meeting in April 2019 here in Salt Lake City. You can find more information on the DPAA's efforts by going to dpaa.mil. I'm Kara Hoffelmeyer for KSL News Radio. Brian Martin with you on this Saturday conference special. Thanks to our friends over at the VA Salt Lake City Healthcare System. And I'm joined this afternoon by BYU history professor Jill Crandall, who joins me in studio. Jill, good afternoon. Great to see you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Hello. Let's talk for a minute about BYU's role with the Department of Defense in trying to reunite some of these families. How in the world did this partnership even come together? Actually, that's kind of an interesting story. Um, The Defense POW MIA Accounting Agency is part of the Department of Defense, and they're charged with accounting for the soldiers that are still missing from back to World War II, over 80,000 of them. Um, And they're aware of genealogy in Utah, the Family History Library, things like that. And they actually called me at the Center for Family History and Genealogy on campus and asked if we would be interested in working with them and providing genealogical research services to help identify living family members of these missing soldiers. And it just sounded to me like such an exciting project. And um, we're honored to have been asked to do this. That is really impressive. So there are still, as you mentioned, more than 80,000 missing soldiers from from various conflicts, right, throughout the the history of this country? Back to World War II, there's over 80,000, and most of them are World War II. Okay, so your goal, along with the Department of Defense now, is to use genealogy to try to match up some of these missing in action soldiers with their families, some of which I would presume are here in Utah as well. Oh, yes. Yes, there's a good number of soldiers from Utah that are still missing. Um, And the reason we need to do the genealogical work is because, um, you know, the military has personnel files. They have um, next of kin listed in those folders. But as you're aware, we're losing many of our World War II veterans and their family members um, relatively quickly at this point. And um, so in order to identify living next of kin, the folders don't always have living people in them. And so we need to genealogically trace who the family members are and who is still living so that we can um, possibly see if they would be interested in being a DNA donor to match up the remains if any are found. Wow. I'm sure there are already success stories that uh, that you can talk about, and I want to get into that uh, coming up here in just a moment. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the success stories with BYU using genealogy to reconnect MIA soldiers with their families. You're listening to Returning Remains using today's technology to find yesterday's missing heroes. We'll be right back.